When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, that's the Swan Districts club song, of course, and that was uh, pounding out for the Swannies after they beat South Fremantle down at Fremantle Oval on the weekend for their first win of the season. Joining me on Mornings with Mark Duffy now is Swans coach Andrew Pruin. Andrew, how could you beat my team, mate? Why, why did you make them the first team you had to beat this year? Oh, mate, we're getting desperate. We're getting desperate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, it's always a good win to beat South at Fremantle Oval, I reckon. How happy were you about it? Uh, we were really ecstatic, to be honest. And the first time I found out after, the first time in nine years we'd actually won um, down at Fremantle Oval. So a huge achievement, really, for our boys to, to go down there at a place that wasn't really a happy hunting ground for us. Um, yeah, it's good. So what worked for you on the day, Andrew? Uh, I think that we, yeah, we sort of took the game on and, you know, tried to play a bit quicker than we had in the past. But I think our forward line really managed to find a way to fire and it's sort of been threatening in the previous three games. But, yeah, just managed to find a way to work a bit better um, on the day, on Saturday. And, yeah, managed to kick a, kick a nice score. I think all of our key forwards all hit the scoreboard. And in particular, Jesse Palmer, four goals, which is a pretty dynamic factor in the overall outcome. Yeah, absolutely. He took all of his opportunities. I think he might have kicked two points, but um, some of his goals that he managed to get were um, tough opportunities that he managed to finish. And, yeah, I think it's reflective of his work rate. sort of certainly increased and has been increasing from previous um, performances. So, yeah, he was rewarded on the weekend Hey, um, tell us about Jackson McLaughlin, who you've picked up, one of your big recruits. Um, had a late start to the season. How big an in has he been over the last couple of weeks? Oh, he's been superb um, coming in. He's, he's a slight brain kid out of the VFL, um, co-captain of the Geelong uh, VFL side. Um, and he's come in and you know slotted in seamlessly, really. He's... He's great around the stoppages, and uh, but his leadership and his ability to be a calming influence for some of our younger guys coming through has been um, really good and pleasing to see. Um, so he's been fantastic for us. Toby Watson was back in the team on the weekend, uh, had a pretty significant game, 20-odd touches and a goal. Yeah, so Toby came in off a concussion and ended up, um, he got moved around a little bit, started on a wing and then went finished inside mid and um, yeah, he was yeah, he was back to his best really um, and, and just the same again, like his ability to be, be a leader for us out on the ground and stand up in big moments, I think is the mark he took um, when South was coming at us late in the game, he went forward and took a big big back mark and kicked the goal for us, which was um, you know, vital for us um, in, in getting the win. 
you were ultra competitive in your first three games and you came up naught from three. How was the morale after that? Did you feel like you were able to take positives out of it and, and say, well, we're about the mark given we've been beaten in close bite games by good opponents or did it knock you around a bit? No, I think it was pretty it was pretty heartening to see on reflection you get you, you lose by your first three games by combined combined total of twelve points and then you sort of look at the ladder and the three teams you played are sitting first, second and third. Um, and and you really pushed them all hard. So we sort of knew we were about the place and we just we knew we had stuff we needed to work on. Um, but we knew that our our best footy and our best movement was Now, one of the key recruits you've been able to bring back, and, and you were a key to this because of your relationship in the past, was Jared Cameron, of course, who fell out of love with the game after his AFL stint at West Coast, had significant injury issues, went to the country, played footy at Boddington, fell back in love with the game and, and decided to come back and have another crack. Notice he had a reasonably quiet game on the weekend, but how's he going at the moment? in terms of um, numbers, but in terms of output and what we value and, um, and what we sort of see with Jared, he, he was superb again. Like, his ability, I think he had nine tackles and eight of them were in the second half when South really um, were coming at us and, and trying to trying to wrestle the game off us. So um, his ability to apply pressure in our front half and um, take really good opponents is, is huge. And... Um, yeah, he's such a positive, um, happy person to have around the club. And um, on game day, he's, he's been fantastic for us. Someone we really value. Um, another player who didn't play on the weekend, he's injured at the moment, but I am told by a couple of East Coast-based recruiters that this guy is on whiteboards when they look at the, the possible pickups in the mid-season rookie draft. Tell us about Aidan Clark and, uh, and how you rate him as a player. the outcomes of games and Aiden certainly has that in his ability to um, hit targets, take the game on, he's um, got beautiful uh, left foot and yeah, he's a superb, superb player in that regard he's also got that hard edge about him which not everyone has and yeah, he's someone that we really value and are desperate to get back into our side Will he get a chance to show himself off before that mid-season draft? Like how long's he out for? So what do you you use him as a as a midfielder now, don't you, Andrew? But but where would you see him? Say if an AFL club decided to bite the bullet and pick him, where would you see him as an AFL player? Oh, well, difficult to say. Um, but oh, look, he he could go to half back quite easily. Oh, I think his run and dash off the half back line at AFL level, where he can distribute and put the ball in motion, he could quite easily do that. He's very good around goal. And a, a young kid that uh, played a couple of games early for you, I'm told by one of the recruiters, again, that I talked to from over east, this kid will at worst be back into first round in the draft at the end of the season and possibly a top 10 draft pick, Riley Hardiman. How's he been going? Uh, Riley's been great. Um, he's, he's a 
Foley's been going good, so he debuted round one and actually was really, uh, really good for us and then had to go to a combine game, um, AIS combine game uh, in Melbourne, I believe. So he missed round two um, and then he's just been sitting on the fringes waiting to get a spot, basically, um, to open up. Um, and he just got a little concussion on the weekend, otherwise he probably probably would have been putting his hand up to play senior footy again. So, um, but yeah, he, he's an absolute beauty, rebounding half back, um, lovely left foot kick that can sort of penetrate and cover a fair bit of distance. And yeah, he's an exciting player, um, going to be a very good player. I wouldn't be surprised if, like you said, if he goes quite high. Um, yeah, exciting to get him back into the, the side. I remember watching a Colts game. Um, I reckon it was, I don't know, one, maybe two years ago. And the first three things he did, you just looked at him. He would have been about 16 at the time. And, and you just went, okay, AFL player. He's just got those traits, hasn't he? He's got that real speed. He's really clean, um, very stylish and uh, and very accurate left footer. There's, there's things that AFL recruiters will look at and they'll go, yep, he's an AFL player for sure. I think his speed is, you know, that, that's what you really notice. And his ability to almost vacuum the ball up, like he yeah, just sort of goes along and just gets into his hands somehow and he's gone. And, you know, any player that can sort of take you know, 80 to 90 metres every time they get the ball is so valuable and you don't see him come along too often. Quite good overhead as well for a young fella. Now, I'm right in saying you guys have got Peel this weekend, Andrew? You are, yep. Do you expect to be running into a dual Brownlow medalist or do you think he'll be elsewhere if he's fit to play? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's out there. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't be surprised. How do you de- how do you deal with that if he's playing? Nathan Fife, of course, we're talking about. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. We, we've got um, plan. We'll plan for him to be there and... Um, yeah, whether that be forward or midfield, I think you've got to look at it as positive that, you know, we can get some experience into some of our players that, you know, can go to go to some very, very good players and learn from it. Um, and hopefully we can um, curtail him and hopefully Peel have got him on managed minutes. That'd be ideal. That would be ideal for you. That's right. Play, <laughs> play, play two quarters and then get subbed out of the game before he finds his touch. That would probably be what you're hoping for. Yeah, um, just, just ease him back in. We're a few weeks in now from what you've seen and what you saw over the pre-season. Who do you rate as the big dangers in the competition this year? It's such a good competition, isn't it? Like It's so even at the moment. Um, I think any team um, on its day can beat each other. Uh, I suppose for me, it's pretty unique in terms of each team has different strengths. Like, I think East Perth midfield is arguably the best in the comp, um, so, so they should be respected. And then you've got the likes of Claremont and West Perth and East Romandle that um, you know, are really, really dangerous. Um, so it's a really hard one to say, to be honest. But for me, there's no real great standout and all, all need to be respected. Mate, all the best. Congratulations on the start to your coaching career. You've been really competitive every week and well done to get the win on the weekend, even though it had to be against my boys and we're coming from two games back. So not happy with you about that, Andrew, but but well done on the start to your coaching career so far. 
Thanks very much, Mark. Appreciate it. Andrew Pruin is the senior coach of the Swan Districts Football Club. Of course, they are looming as a potential finalist, I think, this year with a with a good, strong across the board lineup. If you want to have your say on anything from the show today, you can on the Temper at Bedshed text line on 0487 736 736 or call us on the open line 13 12 55. We'll take a break and be back with more of the show.